Hey guys, this is me, Ebony. I am back with another podcast. So here it is. Today's podcast title is Wrapped in God's Grace. Question for you all. Have you ever just looked at someone and just heard their testimony and was like, wow, I never would have thought a person like you could go something like, you know, go through something like this. Or have you ever like heard their testimony and realized that the whole time that you knew them, that you didn't know that they were going through something like this? Not that they kept it all like to themselves, but just looking at them in admiration and just looking at them and seeing how God's grace just covered them and how even in the midst of their testimonies testimonies and the things that they've gone through, you can see God's covering and his protection and his anointing on their life. And it just makes you go, wow. And the reason why I think that God wraps us in his grace is for one, for us to be able to handle life because that is the only way that we can get through life is through God's grace. But sometimes it's to look at another person's life and really look at the goodness of God because God is calling us to be the salt in the earth. We're, we're that salt. You know, what happens when you taste salt? You want more of it because it has flavor. You want salt that makes you thirsty. You know, <clears throat> when you uh, eat things that are too salty, what happens? You get thirsty and you want more water. So it's like it's like a cycle. We look at people's lives and, and we, we, we look at their testimony and we're, we're just amazed at the goodness of God and that how he can allow someone to go through things and allow us to go through things. And he just wraps, wraps us in his grace, his arms full of love and, and covering and protection. And it makes you wonder, wow, if God can do that for them, God can do it for me. And we all have our things. We all have something that we've gone through and we all have things that we will go through. And I believe it's, our weaknesses that keeps us humble. So even when you look at someone and you see God's grace on their lives and you see God's mercy and his anointing and his covering, just know that we all have things. We all go through things. We all have, you know, our insecurities. We all have our fears. You know, we all have doubts sometimes. And and these things are okay as long as we can bounce back in the word of God. We all have certain types of strongholds because everybody has a generational curse. We all face and go through opposition. You know, we have haters. We have, we have the devil that's behind certain attacks. We have bad thoughts sometimes, and we have to cast down those thoughts. You know, with the word of God, we all have our own struggles. Sometimes, you know, some of us have our tears that we cried at night, and even during the daytime. You know, some people's days turns into nights, and their nights turns into days. But God's grace is still the same. And we all have our, what I call our coming in and our going out of something. It's like when you're coming into a struggle and then you're coming out of a struggle because of God's grace. Just like when the Holy Spirit led Jesus Christ to the wilderness, we all have our wilderness moments. It could be 40 days. It could be 30 days. It could be a year. It could be five years. It could be 10 years. Whatever your wilderness is, remember that when God is calling us to something to get through it. Remember, the Holy Spirit is always going to be there guiding us and leading us through these hard times. And God's grace is not only for us to get through it, but for other people to look and realize that God really has you covered and he really has us covered. So when God says, 
my grace is sufficient for you. Like he told Paul, even if you pray hard, just know that God is going to be with you wherever you are, wherever he has you. But you want to know something else that I think is kind of funny, but not really funny. God is telling us that we were built for everything. When I tell you everything, God is saying that we are built for everything that he is calling us to. We are built for everything that God is going to call us to go through. And every dart that the enemy is going to try to throw our way, we are equipped with God's armor to, to fight off those darts. So again, being wrapped in his grace, being wrapped in our Father's grace is so wonderful. It's like a hedge of protection, being in his fortress, but still being able to, to navigate through this life and this journey for us to complete the will of God. When we are allowing God to use us for his purposes and his purposes only, and when we, are, when we are refuse to allow the devil to prostitute our gifts, we can keep moving from glory to glory to glory. And even in our transitions, we're going to face things that's going to be coming from the enemy. And I call our transition phases our, our going through seasons where you're going from one glory to the next glory. But in our transitions, you may have dying to the flesh. You may have to fast and pray more. You may have to let go of some people and learn how to bring on new people. You may have to let go of some of your bad habits. You know, you may have to, like I said before, die to the flesh. Our transitions is always to prepare us for the next stage of glory, which is in the will of God. And that's what I think, that's when I think that God wraps more of his grace around us is because during those transition moments when we are putting off one thing and putting on another thing that's of God, we're going to need grace in order to put down one weapon and pick up another weapon. So our transition periods are just room for God to wrap us up in more of his grace, right? And even in our transition periods, we also know and we also can be affirmed that according to God's word, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So even in the midst of our transitions, just know that weapons will be formed, the arrows may be, may be pointed at us, but just know that even if it looks like the enemy can shoot them off, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And God means that. So do not sink down in fear. Do not sink down in doubt. But just trust God and trust him and just know that he's going to carry you through. He's going to carry me through and he's going to carry us through. Now, this does not mean that we are to be aloof because that's not what we are called to do as Christians. We are to be one-minded and we are to be single-minded. And the reason why sometimes we pray for a spirit of discernment is so that way we can pay attention to what's going on around us. So this doesn't mean that we can be aloof. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are to take God's will seriously for our lives because God is not going to give you more responsibility if you're not going to take his will seriously. So when you want to go through things or not when you want to go through things, but when you're praying and asking God to to show you his will and things like that, he wants you to take it seriously. Because we have to be equipped in this life, in this spiritual realm, to be able to handle what God is going to give us. Because all things that he gives us is a good and perfect gift from heaven. And remember that the devil is mad at us for marching on in the glory that the Lord 
has for us to do God's will. Remember, we have an enemy and his name is Satan. We have been called to write books. We have been called to cast out demons. We have been called to heal the sick. We have been called to sing and write gospel music. We have been called to to direct movies, clean movies. We have been, you know, called uh, to write in general, write movies, um, raise foster kids, raise foster children, you know, raise biological children. We've been called to be a husband, to be a wife to be caretakers of the elderly or the disabled, um, such things as be a McDonald's worker. You know, some people are called to be a McDonald's CEO of a certain regions in their company. Maybe you're called to move up, you know, at a bank. You know, you go from being an accountant to whatever it is that they have their banks. I don't know, you know, what their structure is, but you get what I'm trying to say. We've all been called to do something. We are all called to do different things in and through Christ Jesus but just because we have different paths does not mean that the devil's darts are less harmful. But we all have to been wrapped up in God's grace just the same, right? And you want to know what else is funny? And you want to know what else or whatever reasons why we may not be able to look like what we're going through? Is, is that we can be wrapped in God's grace so 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 much but you want to know also what it requires when we're wrapped up in God's grace and when he gives us his will for us to do in our lives it's going to require us to not complain it's going to require us to not murmur it's going to require us to not gossip when God calls us to his purpose he's going to be calling us not only to his purpose and his will but God is going to be calling us to his come up right it's like Sierra said, level up. You want to do better. You want better. You want more of what God has for you. You're going to have to step your game up. God is saying he's not going to give his gifts and his treasures just for someone to be mediocre, mediocre for someone to, to not take it seriously. If you're not going to take God's will seriously for your life, then don't ask. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to ask, ask God to give you the strength to endure, the perseverance to endure. Ask him to help you build a character that's needed to handle the gifts at the level that he's calling you to be. Because I'm telling you, you can fake it till you make it, but when you get to a certain level in life, it's going to require real character. It's going to require real, real integrity, real integrity. And if you don't have that, you're not going to last very long. You can get to certain places at a level but so high, and then you're going to fall back down. You're going to have gifts and, t- gifts and talent. But like they say, a person can have a bad attitude, a nasty attitude. They would rather work with someone who's nice, that they can build a skill on, than to work with someone who's super, super gifted and talented, but have a bad attitude. Because it's, it's the, the little foxes that spoils the vine. It's the little things in life that can hinder you, and that can hem you up, and that can prevent you from having great opportunities. So remember when we're asking God to wrap us up in his grace, that means we have to step our game up and that he's bringing us from glory to glory to glory. And in those transitions is when we're learning to build character and to build integrity and to, and to build um, doing things behind closed doors is the same thing that you would do in front of people, you know, behind the scenes where it's just you and God. That's what's going to build character, and that's what's going to build integrity, and that's what's going to 
going to build grace down. I'm not saying that we're all perfect because we're not. We are not perfect. But if you have a heart to keep striving for righteousness, then God is going to get you there. He's going to get us there. Just know that. Don't ever think that you have to be perfect for God to use you. Just know that you have to have a heart after him. You have to have a heart after righteousness. God can work with that, right? And and I know it will be hard to not complain. That's for all of us. You know, we're not perfect. It's going to be hard not to complain. It's going to be hard not to gossip. It's going to be it's going to be hard not to throw a pity party. But for one, we can only be used effectively by God when we create an atmosphere that welcomes him. If we complain and gossip, that's inviting the devil in. But when we create an atmosphere for God to to dwell in fellowship with us, that's when God can work on us a lot more. Because remember, God is never going to force himself upon us. He's always going to gently tap us on the shoulder and gently make us feel uncomfortable when there's things that we're doing that we're not supposed to be doing. But God is never going to force himself upon us. You know what I'm saying? So just know that if he warns you, just know that it's out of love and God doesn't mean no harm. You understand what I'm saying? So that the next time you face battles, don't give up. Just know that God has you wrapped in his grace. It's easy to want to quit. It's easy to want to think that people think the worst of you or, you know, what are people going to think, you know, if um, they know this about you or they know that about you. Well, God has you in his grace. Don't give up because everybody got a testimony. We all got a testimony. If, if, if all of us quit because our lives were not per- perfect, we would not have a testimony. And you have that weakness so that it can keep you humble. And you go through those things so you can learn how to lean on God. And that's just that. That's, that's the thing about God's grace and his mercy and his love is that when you go through things and when you fall down and you get up eight times and, and you keep falling down, and you keep getting back up, that's God's grace to tell you, don't quit. Do not quit. Don't ever give up and don't ever quit on God because God is not quitting on you and God has not given up on us. And just know that God wants to use you. Striving for righteousness does not mean striving for perfection. God wants to use you. Don't ever doubt that. The devil is forming his weapons. That's fine. He has them aimed right at us. That's fine. But don't be scared. That's what God's grace is for. God's grace is to show you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and that God is going to always be on our side. We're going to always be wrapped in God's grace. Just like with the story of Job. Why did the devil attack Job? Only because God allowed him. So when the devil is attacking us, just know that the devil cannot touch us unless God says for him to do so. So when we're tempted, why not count it all joy? Like James uh, 1 talks about, James chapter 1, it talks about counting all joy when we fall into many different temptations. And when we fall into many different traps of the enemy, James was saying that Paul was relating to them that to count it all joy. And although sometimes when you're going through it, you don't realize it. But afterwards, you realize, you know what? I made it through that with God just fine. So the next time you're tempted, then you can count it joy. You can say, you know what? I may not have gotten through this, but I've gotten through other stuff. And I know that God is going to get me through this as well. So just be confident in God and be confident that 
Jesus Christ is down on the inside of you and he is rooting for you and he died on a cross for you to bear this life and for you to go through the things that you're going through and to 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 just really lean on God and to and to lean on him and not to lean on our own understanding because that's another thing that's going to trip us up is when we we lean into our own understanding and Leaning into God's understanding and his grace and his purpose for our lives is going to take the burden off of us. Because when we try to do God's will our way, it's never going to fly. It's never going to fly. It's never going to, to come to fruition until we turn it over to God. Because God did not create his purposes so we can take it into our hands and then do what it is that we want to do with it. No, if we're going to be used by God, we're going to be used by God and we're going to do it his way. And do it how he wants. Because it's all for his glorification. all And all for his edification. And for us to show those in the world. To see that we're wrapped in his grace. To show them God's glory. To show them God's you know praise reports that we give. You know from the things that we go through. And from our testimonies. And do you know that God knows our expected outcome. Of all of our trials. And all of our traumas. And all of our heartaches. He does. God will not allow the devil to step in the ring to beat us up if God knew that the devil was going to win. God has a hedge of protection around us. And just like Job, in the end, Job got all of it back. Job had the grace to fight those battles. He was wrapped in God's grace. There's many, many characters throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament that have gone through things and what are some of the things that God told them in the Old Testament? Verily, 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 I say unto thee, trust me. Or when God was telling them to, to be of uh, good courage and be of good cheer. I'm going to repeat that again. God told them in the Old Testament to be of good courage and to be of good cheer. What does that mean? To be of good courage. That means to be of the courage that comes from God and to be of good cheer. Meaning give praise reports. Do your praise dance in advance because you know God is going to have you come through this. You know, be of good good courage to, to have good faith and, and not to not to, to doubt and, and to dwell in fear. You know, it's okay that doubt and fears comes to us and we may be tempted to have doubts and fears and things like that. But just know that those doubts and fears don't have to stay. You don't got to soak and have a pity party. You don't have to mellow in self-pity for days and days and days and days on end. At a time, but if you repeat what God has told us, if you repeat what God has told you, and if you you think on those things that God has promised you, if you think on those things that you know um, that God has done for other people, just know that God could do it for you too, because God is love, and God is gonna continue continually wrap us up in His grace, and He's gonna continually wrap us up in His love because He loves us. And God is not going to allow anything to happen to us before before it's time. So just know that whatever it is that you're going through, just know that for later on down the road, it's going to be a good old testimony. You're going to be able to tell people what God done for you. And just like how you get encouragement from those who you follow on like social media, those who you, you connect with on, you know, in church, those who you connect with, you know, you know, via uh, whatever uh, apps you use nowadays. Um, it's all just to get a testimony. 
Um, you, you may look at them and think, man, God did that. But look at you in five years, you could be somewhere where now you're giving your testimony. Now you're telling how people, you're telling people how you were wrapped in God's grace. And then as you give your testimony in iron sharpens iron, you're going to be able to leave something with the people. You're going to be able to drop seeds down and numb. You're going to be able to leave them with, with good hope. You're going to be able to leave them with good courage and of good cheer. So that way they can turn around and go, you know what? If, they, if God did it for so-and-so, God could do it for me. Because that's what we need. We need grace. We need, we need encouragement. We need times where people can just help build us up and to, and to help push us forward that's going to help us stay in God's grace and and keep us to not quit. And you and I have the grace to carry out God's will. And the destiny for our lives that God has for us because God already called us to it. And at the end of all of that, Job worshiped God and Job praised God. And God restored unto Job all that he had twice as much. I even think the Old Testament says like seven times as much as what Job had before God restored unto him. So just know that have your praise dance ready, have your praise team ready, have your testimony ready, because know that God is bringing you do something for his purposes and for his reason and for his glory. And just know that God does it for all of his children, not just you. It's me it's it's Joel Osteen, it's, it's Joyce Myers, Bishop T.D. Jakes, it's your local pastor, it's your local minister, it's your, your local bank teller. God has all of his children. We all go through stuff. We all go through our seasons of great glory. And then we all go through our seasons of where things may not look so great. But whether it's good, whether it's diff- indifferent, whether it seems uh, bad, we all have God's grace and we all have, have God's love. And just like I said before, with Paul, God had told him that his grace was, was sufficient for him. And that's what God is telling us. When we, when we think of, you know, things like wrapped in, wrapped in his grace, we're wrapped in God's grace to be able to handle the life that God has for us. We're wrapped in God's grace to be able to handle the darts of the enemy. We're wrapped in God's grace to handle, you know, the anxieties of the things that are on the news, the things that are not so great. We're wrapped in God's grace to to help us raise those kids. Because, listen, let me tell you something. Kids is work, and it takes a village. You know, you're wrapped in God's grace when you go to work, and you're, you're like the only person that's saved. You know, you're wrapped in God's grace when you have to be around people that are not so pleasant. And that are not so so good to be around. You're wrapped in God's grace to handle everywhere you go. You're wrapped in God's grace to to go wherever it is that God needs you to go. You know, you're you're just wrapped in his grace. And when you think that maybe you're not meant to to be where you are, just check with God and he'll tell you, yes, he opened up your eyes today for a reason. You're here in his will for a reason. You're breathing right now because God called you to breathe. You're wrapped in his grace for his purposes. Even before you were born, the Bible says even before we were formed in God's womb, he knew what we would be. He knew where we would be. He knew who our parents would be. He knew the mistakes that we would make. He even knows the, the, the sins that you would commit in the future. But he's still calling you. So don't count yourself out. Don't think that you will never have a testimony. 
Don't think that God will never want to use you because God is not using people who are perfect. He's using people who are called to righteousness. You don't have to do everything perfectly. But when you submit your will to God, when you submit yourself to Jesus and you flee from Satan, you are overcome. Eventually, you know, you won't gossip as much. And eventually you'll stop gossiping. And eventually you'll sing better. And eventually your character will be built to handle better. Your character will be will be built on trials and tribulations and good times. You know, you you'll just be so wrapped in God's grace that when people look at your life, they're gonna go, Wow, I didn't know that they've been through all of that. I didn't know that God can can take one person through all of that. And it's to help the next person. Because maybe they don't know about God yet. Maybe your testimony can help bring someone to the altar so that they can accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Maybe your testimony is for your children. Maybe your testimony is for your future husband or for your future wife. There's a reason why God has you wrapped up in his grace. There's a reason why God has me wrapped up in his grace. And the main reason that God will always have us wrapped up in his grace is that he, love, he loves us. And he's always going to love us. Because he is our father. And a good father doesn't leave his kids desolate. Just like the shepherd is going to leave their sheep, Jesus is going to leave us hanging flat and dry. So whatever it is that you're going through, just know that if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior... Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. God is with you. They are with you. They are rooting for you. Not only are they rooting for you, I'm rooting for you. Your brothers and sisters in Christ is rooting for you. We like finish the race. Finish strong. Let God finish out what he's called you to do. Let God show you other things that he has for you to do in the future. Let him show you that it's okay to take a step forward in faith. It's okay to be scared, but don't let, don't let fear stop you. And even when you have to do it afraid, that's God's grace still wrapping his arms around you. Because as you're moving forward to step forward in fear, in your trust in God, that's God's grace wrapping his arms around you and saying, I got you. Take a step forward. I know you're scared. I got you. God is saying, you don't have to look back to keep keep wondering if I'm there. I got you. Just go forward. I got your back. God is saying he got your back in this season. You, you could keep looking back, but just know that you can trust God 100%, 1,000%. So the next time you think whether you're worthy, just know that you are worth it. Jesus Christ died and paid for your sins and my sins, and we are worth it. We may not be perfect. But we're striving for righteousness. And when God looks down on us, he sees his son, Jesus Christ, knowing that Jesus paid for our sins, knowing that we have a clean slate and knowing that God can still use us. I don't care what people say about you. I don't care what what your coworkers say about you. I don't care what, you know, the people in the school say about you. I don't care, care what the people on your block say about you. God has you wrapped up in his grace. And it's not what other people say it's what God say. And just think about it like this, and this is the last thing I'm going to say before I close out for this podcast, and I'm coming back next month, May 15th, for my other podcast, is is that if you can believe what people say about you, imagine if you start trusting God and trusting what he says about you. Imagine that 
how much you can soar forward. How, imagine how far you can go if you can just trust God as much as you trust man. You can go so much more further because when you really believe God and when you really activate God's faith down on the inside of you, you can soar to the highest of the heights that God has for you. And even when you think that God can do no more in your life, God does something else. So instead of believing the negative things that, you know, man has to say about you, uh, instead of believing the negative things that man has to say about anything, if it ain't people pushing you forward in your life, if it's not people rooting you on in your life, don't, don't, don't take their words to heart. You know, say thank you and keep it moving. But if you can just grab hold of what God is saying in this season for you, and if I can grab hold of what God is saying for me in this season for me, we can take God's word and we can soar. And we, we can walk in God's grace. And we can be wrapped in God's grace. And we can be a living testimony. And then we can pass things down to our children. And, and we can just do great things. God has called us to greatness. He has called it already to fruition. All God needs you and I to do is to be obedient. God is rooting for you. God is sitting on the stands in heaven saying, I just need you to take one step forward. And then when you take one step forward, I need you to put the other foot in front of the other. and Keep putting a foot in front of the other. And keep putting that foot in front of the other. And you know what? 10, 15, 30 years, 40 years from now, 45 years from now, you're going to look back and, and give your testimony and say, you know what? There was a time when I was so afraid to move forward. There was a time when I didn't know you know, if God still wanted to use me, there was a time when, when I did all the things wrong. If, if there was something wrong that you could think of, I did it. You're going to look back and say, you know what? Even though you did X, Y, and Z, even though I did X, Y, and Z, God still looked at me and said, I called you. I called you because I love you. I called you because I need you to, to work in the earth. And I need you to be who I called you to be because of love. And because of grace. So the next time you think, does God want to use me? Say yes. And just know that every step of the way, you are going to be wrapped in God's grace. Y'all be blessed.